You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Welcome to the Ryback Show. I am your host, the big guy Ryback. And the man, the TV has me really super close today. I'm not sure why. Let me back that up just a tad with that. Sometimes it has more a little bit more of a backed out on the Ryback TV, and other times it uh it is zoomed in super, super close. Thank you guys for joining me. As always, doing a special Sunday edition here, post AEW collision. Well, that we'll talk about about that a little bit and any of the other questions. We're streaming on Instagram, the big guy, Ryback22. Thank you for our viewers over there. If you guys want to join this show, swing on over to Spaces at Ryback on Twitter. You can call in and be a guest. Any question, concern, statement that you may have, and uh, anything goes, we are live on that end. And join us on Ryback TV on YouTube, where you guys are the co-host of the show. The ebb and flow of the show goes where your questions goes, health, fitness, supplementation, pro wrestling, in any sports, anything and everything in between. We had the Golden Knights big parade down at Las Vegas. Everything seemed to have went pretty smoothly on that. I don't know. I think they had well over 100,000 people from from all accounts from what I saw. It was packed down there. You're not going to catch me anywhere, but I knew a few people that went down on that, and it was it was a good time, I'm sure, with everything. And uh, a lot of the Golden Knights players uh, put down a lot of, lot of, lot of alcohol. I could have swore I, I saw them drinking Bud Light would have, a few of them would have been Bud Light's really going hard in the paint to try to redeem themselves. <laughs> but uh, we, we are streaming live on Facebook, Ryback Reeves as well, and and Twitch at Ryback Rules. Thinking about maybe doing once a week uh, WWE. I get, I've gotten quite a few people ask me to do WWE 2K23 and play as myself uh, against you guys. And maybe do two, three hours once a week. Maybe like on a Saturday night, like the end of my fast, where it's Saturdays are usually a little easier for me towards the end. Not as busy. Uh, more of a rest rest recovery day. Sunday, the same thing, but I do do cardio in the sauna on that. So, uh, and obviously doing in the podcast isn't every weekend on that, but I'm thinking, because I've got the Twitch already set up. I've got all the video. I did it briefly a couple years ago, two, three years ago. And, uh, but I go, oh, the 2K, just play that and, and play with wrestling fans and uh, try to get that Twitch channel moving a little bit. Might not be a bad idea. We'll see how that goes if I if I do that. I've got to, I'd have to go get the 2K23 and I don't know how any of that that stuff works as far as downloading the custom characters and any of that. I haven't played, like I said, I played a little bit of the Mortal Kombat and a little bit of Call of Duty with you guys. Very little. I can't like, and I, I part of me would like to, I, I see all those retro gaming systems. I was thinking about grabbing a retro gaming system, but I don't think it works with the, the PlayStation, that the video camera deal that you've got that plugs into that. So I was like, well, well shit, if I do that, I can't, I need to be able to, and access Twitch through the through the PlayStation. So you go, maybe I'll just do the PS4. I already got that, and uh, 
I've already got a couple games on there too, but the WWE one and, but I, I love the old school games and that for me, that would be kind of fun to get to do that, but I don't know how I would get that on Twitch. I'd have to, I'd have to look with all of that. I don't know if those retro gamings can link up to like the PlayStation. I don't know how that works. I'm so out of the loop. They hundred thousand games in one system. I'm like, what? That's uh but that explains why there's so many people that don't leave their house that just play video games all day. It's never ending. The, uh, this show is available on all podcast platforms as well, guys. iTunes reviews are greatly repeat, uh, re- repeated, uh, appreciated for our faithful listeners. Or if you're a new listener, please swing on over to iTunes and leave a, a, a star rating. And if you want to write a review, it really helps and uh, would like to get that up even further. So thank you, guys. This show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line, sweetened with stevia and mung fruit. No harmful artificial sweeteners or colors. For men and women, he, she, and thee on feedmemore.com. New customers can save 30% discount code Ryback30, Ryback30. Returning customers can save 20% discount code FeedMe20. And you get a free premium black Feed Me More Nutrition shaker bottle, guys, with all orders on feedmemore.com this month. And uh, so check that out, feedmemore.com. All the merch, I'm actually wearing the Truth Always Wins uh, workout tank top. Got a bunch of different Ryback, Feed Me More Hungry, and uh, non, non-wrestling non apparel over there as well. I do want to say also, yes, thank you. I'm, I'm looking at that. Happy Father's Day to everyone out there and to my father as well. I got to swing over and go see him later on. He's actually visiting my sister uh, today who was uh had she lives in california she was making a stop i think she's doing on some sort of she's in mesa not mesa mesquite mesquite nevada today for something and i think she's with her husband they're on a i don't know if they're like on a boating trip or something where they're in like so my dad's going there to see them and then I'll, I'll see him later on when he gets back with everything but and then no no father's day for me even though i am called big daddy a lot by by by, by the women here in vegas but not happy Father's Day to me. Just Big Daddy 24-7. <laughs> and uh, that's that. Let me just take a look at some of your questions here. Tyler, sweet sugar, sugar, good to see you, buddy. I put out a few more posts. Uh, unfortunately, my TikTok is, uh, they are not getting back. And they are I, they just keep dropping my follower count. And they're not letting my posts be seen. I posted the old man video of me for Feed Me Goldberg. I had 75 views, 75 views on TikTok, 40-something minutes in. They are they are not showing my stuff. And this is going, even that gold, the original Goldberg video I did of me working out, that got to 1.2 million views. That somehow bypassed something and it started taking off. They shut that one down. <clears throat> in, in, in the matter of, like, in the last three weeks, it's only... It went up from whatever it was at 1.2. It just hit 1.3 today. But it, it completely, that was the last post that even remotely even got anything. And even that is no, that's very little. 1.3 million views on my account is very low with that. We're talking, I had routinely 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 million views on post. Easily hundreds of thousands on many more all the time. And they they have completely taken that away where I'm like now that two, three, four thousand, five thousand, six thousand after weeks of posts being up. Everything is down and they haven't paid me since October and they won't tell me they, no violations and they won't. They just cut my payoff on TikTok after making thousands every month on there. It's a very real issue going on. It's it's completely tied to WWE 
We know it's tied to WWE. WWE is essentially saying to me after winning everything, they're, they're here. I'm just telling you what's going on. They're essentially just saying, we'll go ahead and fucking sue us again. And because now I'd have to go to real court and it's going to take a lot of money because they're going to delay the fuck out of it and delay the fuck out of it. So if I proceed and I go that route, if I can't get this fixed, I need to make sure I'm back because it's going to cost a lot of money. What they will do is the moment before they know they would then just settle with it, but they would force that to go on as long as it could in hopes that I would, I will have to then take on all that stress all over again and even more money than it just took. And this just took a lot of money to win the Ryback trademark. This is what they're doing. That's why they put me in the game and they had the, the, all the moves in 2K23. They keep me in the WWE champions. They constantly make updates. They're, they, they are daring me to sue them again. In that, and this is what people don't understand how like time-consuming and stressful this is and how much money it costs with it. So that's why I'm going to continue to raise awareness. I'm going to go, okay, this is all being worked on and, and we have that ready to go if this is, but I'm just going to go the other route. I'm going to go, Get me media, get me on the big TV shows. I'm going to get you guys as much negative fucking press as possible. Everyone's going to see what's going on. Seven years of you guys doing this illegal activity. You're going to get caught at some point in time with it. And I'm not coming back. We're not going to settle. I'm just going to fucking win going the other direction, which is why they've tried to create the negative drama with me to try to put thinking they could prevent me from going anywhere else. It's not going to work. I'm telling you it's not going to work. I know it's not going to work with it. So, but that's the game. That is the game going on, and they are pure fucking evil with it. But they picked the wrong motherfucker, hashtag hungry. The truth always wins, and uh, I, I am the truth. And we'll see. I've been right on everything so far, and I don't plan on being wrong going forward. So, <sighs> Look at some of your uh, questions. Hey, the Scoville unit, that man, the Scoville unit. Yeah, I saw uh, UK Chili Queen told me that you were doing the, the multiples, five of them. Yeah, I saw your comment. You did five of the Ryback uh, Pepper Slam Chug Challenges. I don't know how you did that. I did the one. I threw up after I did the one. I hadn't done anything, and I was fine. I did the one, but I hadn't had anything that hot in some time. I, I did all the food stuff. That's been years now. After we did the Ryback Pepper Slam, I, I drank a bunch of water. I drank two of these with water, just with the ice. And just because I was like, just, I wanted to dilute. I ate a big meal before and uh, a couple bananas and a peanut butter and jelly sandwich before, for whatever reason, uh, I went to go sit down in the living room and I felt actually fine, but my stomach was very inflamed. And this has happened only twice when my stomach getting really bad like that. And it's been on two different chug challenges and, uh, and I don't know what it is. And, and but I went boom, threw up really quick, completely fine on that. That's why I was asking. I was curious if people like after you do five of them with all that heat extract, if you have to throw up or you let your body digest that. My body just didn't, I wasn't my body just went, but get rid of it, moved on. I was like, oh, it was as if I never did it. I did digest some of it though, I noticed with it. And um, but it wasn't it wasn't horrible with anything, but I just, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's because I hadn't had anything that hot in a while, but it, 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 it I threw up on it, but I think I, I think I'd be able to do two of them, but I, I, I would say I would probably throw up on two because I threw up on the one, but again, that's not having any heat tolerance and that's just doing it pretty much on the fly.
uh, no trans teal. I've talked about it multiple times. He goes, are you going to make a video about not being vegan anymore? Pretty fake U-turn you made. Absolutely not, brother. You're more than welcome. Come on the Spaces show on Twitter at Ryback. I'll bring you on the show, and we could literally have a, a full-blown conversation of that. I'll tell you flat out, I, I did it. I, if there's somebody that can speak, I'm not like Rogan or the guys that have never done it. I did the vegan diet for 14, 13, 14 months straight. No cheating, nothing, straight through. I also was vegetarian for a year prior, but I was still doing cheat meals once a week on that. Then I went full vegetarian for a good period of time. Then I went full vegan, went all the way in on it. Then I went avo vegetarian where I did eggs for a long period. So, I mean, we're talking years of actually uh, of doing this with, again, 13, 14 months straight. And again, when in learning about all this, and I've spoken up from the beginning, and I've always been very transparent and honest, I'm very you know, performance-based in everything that I do. And when, again, when you learn about the factory farming and the animals and everything, it absolutely sucks. And I think anybody that sees it gets angry, especially me and, and loving animals with that. But I don't make the rules of the world. And life kills life. It always has. I do think we have a major problem with the factory farming and how we treat animals. And we could have a much better system in place. And we should have a much better system in place. But you watch any nat National Geographic video. Go watch what happens in the oceans or the, in the, with all the wildlife in the world. Like, man, life kills life with all of this. And we can't deny the facts that, again, you cannot. It's very difficult to eat a high high protein low carb diet without the plant based meats which those are not great for you i found in doing those and getting blood lab work and, and blood work done with the high sodium on that and the different things and seeing specific things in my lab work where my doctor suggested i add some animal fats back in my diet to see how things look and the moment i eat a little bit of steak and in and, and chicken again everything goes back to normal and by the way here's another major issue doing the cardio and my legs lactic acid buildup the fatigue in my legs was a very real thing that was building as time went on, as well as a decline in my strength that didn't happen right away. But the longer I did the diet, it was becoming more pronounced that there was something going on and the text, the, 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 the firmness of my muscles with that, of that the, the essentially getting softer over time. This is real life experience of doing the vegan diet for 14 months. And I'll be the first to say, I think people that, that do it and they, and they have their reasons. I'm fully supportive of it and think if you can do it and all your lab work and everything is coming back all right, I think it's a beautiful thing and I and I support that fully. What I've learned and what I've seen and with this in vegans, I go, fuck, you're your own worst enemies with how you handle things with things because you, you guys just go, you guys go off the deep end every time. And just how you worded that, you're, you have an inability to have a conversation like you, you have to you throw an insult in there right away. And it's a horrible thing, man with it, but I actually did it for a long period of time, long enough period of time, more so than a lot of other people, which nobody ever would have expected with it. And I think the vegan diet can be very beneficial for short periods for injuries and different things to get inflammation. But the longer you do it, there can become, there can become deficiencies over time with that. And the lab work showed that with it. And, and that's, that's what I go by. And I go by how I feel with it. And in the moment I start eating a little bit of steak again, my energy levels went to a higher level that you don't notice because the drop over time, it, it happens at, at a low level. But again, too, and from a performance standpoint and from a, from a, you know, a physical standpoint, aesthetic standpoint with that, it is, it is not the same doing a high protein diet on a vegan diet compared to an animal diet with it. It's not. And it, it, it I hate to tell you that, but it's not. With it, And again, I didn't make the rules on this planet, but everything kills everything for the most part. I, I wish it wasn't that way. I wish we could get everything and, and, and be okay with that. But 
I did it. I did it. And I'm speaking from experience with it, with it, with a lot of you. And I, I am very, I have a very high performance level that, that I, I need to be at, at all times with that, that that's just not capable of doing it. And again, that high protein diet is, is almost damn near impossible without the plant-based meats. It just, and that's the way that it is. But you guys got to learn and again, you know, this is like I said, and I learned this in, in two, when you, when you learn about everything and you get angry with the V, cause we all, you know, with the way animals and things, but I'll just tell you this, man, you know, it, it, you, we go back to, to, you know, we don't have the technology and, and the way we, we have things very easy for us in this world. And you have to acknowledge this, that, you know, if you in hunters and gatherers and living in different times, and you have a family with, with, with five kids and, and grandparents and, 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 and a wife or whatever you want to call it, but a family, and, and you've got people you got to take care of, and there's not enough food, what are you going to do? You're going to have to hunt. You're going to have to feed your family. This is the way that the world has always was, was, was built and works with it. And you can't, you know, now granted, there's times you have access to other things and whatnot, but this is that this is the you guys are not accepting that reality of the convenience of the world that we live in with it, that a lot of other people, and you just have to look at the big picture. I did it for 14 months, essentially pretty late. It was, it was 13 and change. I always say 13, 14 months, but 13 or 14, whatever you want to call it. I did it over a year with it straight through, no cheating on that. I'm telling you from experience with that, with that. And you're not, you know, I have, a, I have a much higher demands than, than most people from a physical athletic standpoint with that. But my priority is taking care of me and my family with everything with it. And, and again, hopefully over time and speaking from this, I, I have a lot of plant-based foods in my diet. I still do the hemp parts and the flax seeds, a little bit of nutritional yeast here and there on different things with it. I do a lot of vegetables. I do, I do multiple different fruits in different times with that. I love my beets. Like I, in, you know, in like when I'm doing my carbs and my potatoes and my rice and my black rice, I have a very, and I do beans on select times. I have a very healthy balanced diet with that. And it, it's, and there's no shame. And that's the way the world works with that, that you guys are not acknowledging. And that, that I realize now doing that, why so many of you latched onto me. That's what a lot of you did. You latched onto me with it. And you're like, and it's, but I I'm telling the truth of my experience and that's all I can do. The difference between two is people are allowed, you know, I have the courage to at least try new things and do it and gather my own experience off of it and then learn and grow and evolve and speak on it. And I've done this multiple times, but people like you, you come on here and you just come and attack. You don't actually go and look or watch. You're not supporting all the videos. You, where the fuck were you on all the other videos on the vegan videos? But the moment we go to some other food, oh, there you are. And you start raising your blah, blah, what happened? You're fake. You're fake. Did a fake U-turn. No, I didn't. I, I came right out when I said I did it. I didn't hide anything with it. You're a fake follower, man. And go so go support the vegan videos and do that and be, go do it, man. And that's that with it. But um, it's, I'm speaking from experience and I'm very on, honest and transparent on it. I came out, I ditched all my whey proteins on my brand. I came out with plant proteins. I think plant proteins are superior to the whey protein. The whey protein with that gives people bloats people gives people gas i know that from experience that's not saying it's doing it to 100% of the people but it's a very real problem i think plant proteins are superior and the one we have tastes like whey and it, it, it digests very easily has all the amino acids had more amino acids with that but some people prefer whey over over the plant protein 
And that's fine. And I think something that I've learned even more so in this process is try not to be so judgmental with that. Just because I'm doing one thing doesn't mean everyone has to do that one thing. And I think though the one thing with vegans is you get upset over the way animals are treated. But like I tell you, just go watch, you know, the way the world works on anything. And like, man, we're born and we die with it. And, and you know, I don't think anything should be tortured or suffered, but getting ripped apart in the, in the jungle or, or in the ocean, that ain't fucking too pleasant either. Right. But that's the way the world works with it. If you've got to feed your family or feed other human beings, you have to do what you have to do to take care of them. That's the priority. But that is a conversation you guys are just completely just like you're, you're just dismissing it, how we got to this point with it. Right. And I think what it, it's, People are, you know, going to do what they're going to do, what's best for them. And if you could thrive on that, great. But, I, you know, I when I, when I could see my, my, my strength going down, lab work coming back a little shady on a few different things, and seeing that my leg, my muscular endurance is fatiguing and fading fast where it wasn't, but it took a long time for that to kick in. I know the, the level that I should be at. And then that reverses instantly and goes better with a balanced diet. I'm just telling you from my experience. So... Hopefully that's transparent enough for you, brother. Not a fake U-turn, adjusted, a pivot and adjusted and in, in, in continuing to, to move on and stay hungry. <clears throat> but no matter what you do, eat meat, the vegans are mad at you. Eat, Go vegan, the meat eaters are mad at you. You have to do what is best for you. And that I always tell people to do that. And, but like you people, I will, I'll never let you guys, I don't know if you've learned or not. Like I just block and smash all of you fuckers that act like that. I don't give a fuck about you with it because it's not it's it's just that you you have a mindset and a way of speaking it's just fucking it's just absolutely retarded with it and it's like you can't conversate that's why i call out these people have a conversation about it talk to me with that same energy you're gonna fucking text because i'll bring that energy right back but i can try to actually have a conversation with you and be nice and see if you're capable of doing that first and if you can't then then so be it we'll block and move on because you're not going to stop i'm not hurting anything and i'm going to keep being the best version of me each and every single day hashtag hungry Goodbye, motherfucker. Best of luck. Let's get uh get things going. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Ryback Show over on Twitter Spaces. If you'd like to come on the show, hit that request button. We'll get you in, uh, and we'll see what's going on. I did see also uh, AEW uh, AEW uh, Collision last night, and uh, I, I would say very, very. I thought very entertaining first episode. Uh, multiple. Uh, strong points throughout the show a lot of a lot of people back on tv uh i'm looking forward to seeing what the storylines are going to be that that develop and unfold i think that's going to be the the key with all of this and the talent you you know if we're just doing cold matches every week which the first episode you have to you got to get that underway and and start building things and what what direction we're going to go you know i thought punk had a, a a fantastic promo to start off the show again being in chicago that 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 reaction is built in for him there, he, and he's proven that multiple times with that, and uh, delivered a, an intriguing promo. What direction are we going to go with things? I thought they had a, had a, had a very good six man tag match. Great six man tag match. End of the show, send the crowd home happy. As far as from a television standpoint, in, in the in the in the arena in there as well in Chicago, uh, we had it. We had a title change on the first episode with Wardlow, uh, Christian Cage costing Wardlow with the cheap shot when he's on the buckle with, with, with uh, Luchasaurus, who I thought actually needed a big win, which, which Wardlow and, and some people will go Wardlow is getting beat Wardlow. They are, they are actually booking, I think. And from what I'm seeing, 
that, that Wardlow, as long as you're involved in storylines and Wardlow is winning more often than he loses, and essentially he's he's always redeemed his losses, uh, which is great. And it, 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 it's allowing for character development and it's allowing for a slow progression with how they are booking him. We, you know, he got red hot and that that is debatable on that. They, they might have just looked at it like we're going to cool this off because we don't know really where we can go with this. Because that that is a very real problem that can happen when you get booked too strong with it. It can and we saw it like with Goldberg and things. And, but I think Wardlow is, is dynamic enough and versatile enough that that they are they're building it in a different way with it, where you need losses and it's going to help elevate other people. And he's continuously being booked and he's on the, the TV more often than not. He's one of the focal points of the show usually. And and it's allowing like this like this slow progression, but he's heavily involved still without being the champion. That's all you could ask for as a talent. Like that is that is it, it's that's not horrible booking on that. So it is we're gonna have to see what what the storyline will continue to be. But I, I like that like Christian grabbing the title and, and thinking he's the champion with Luchasaurus. That's very. I go oh I like this because Christian is very smart and I go I'm already interested in seeing wh- where where this is gonna go with everything with them. So I thought that was great. We got Miro back on TV, uh, looking looking strong. <clears throat> We're gonna see, have to see what the storyline is gonna be. That you got to have a storyline, though. Ultimately, you got to have some sort of direction. You know, I want to see what they're gonna do with the punk and the other stuff. But I put out a tweet yesterday, and with everything, and it was just, and again, for the love of pro wrestling, and you know, whether all this stuff could be a work for all we know, it could have been a real thing, and they're gonna make it a work. I hope to God that that's what the case is going to be and they're going to continue everything as a storyline. But, but I put out a tweet and essentially, cause I saw, you know, punked at the ESPN interview with uh, and the hangman out of page and I could see and hangman's not on Twitter and he got rid of his Twitter quite a while ago. And I know why he did. He probably got an overwhelmingly amount of amount of overwhelming amount of hate. And as I've experienced with, with all the punk stuff, but I knew the truth on everything with it and, and with everything in it. So I, I have a shield of armor that can't be penetrated or broke. Like you could tell me the worst things in the world. I'm just like block move on. I don't care. It's not going to stop me. I'm not going to like, I see what you look like. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't phase me one bit with that, but it can be overwhelming with people. Like I could say, I go, I saw what he said about him and the, the kind of saying he did it on, on purpose or he, this and that. I go, that that's a line, man. You don't need to be saying that about people. And, and I wanted to make that like, you need to go sit down and have some conversations rather than because he, he went off and he did what he did with me. And I've talked about that and I didn't put it in the tweet, even though I just said I disagree with some of the things you said. I kept it pretty neutral. I've already talked about that enough. He knows what he said that that wasn't true on my stuff with it. And, and it's the stuff with Hangman. I go, but like essentially, I want to see the company thrive and, and succeed. We, we all want it and should want it to and need it to. Because with everything I got going on in the WWE stuff and what I want this company to be as big as possible and I get cleared and I want that. I just want them for the betterment of pro wrestlers for everything, for me, for everything. The fans are going to win. And so I just put out a thing essentially like, and I've learned too with all this, all the bullshit going on, like you got to have conversations and, and like this business, it can really, you get angry and a lot of things happen. It's a very political business. And oftentimes they're not the, the, the things that suffer by the talent not communicating when there are problems is we miss out on really good storylines and and where more money is made and 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 the fans benefit and the promoters benefit that was one of the big downfalls of WCW is they had all this talent and the different people but you have you had a lot of egos a lot of things going on where people didn't want to do business with other people and ultimately the product suffered 
I do not want to see that happen with AEW. I think Punk, and he's a handful. And, and I've had, I could go all day long and, and, I, and I don't put up with the BS. But I also like, we, we communication got shut off at some point and, and I don't think it was on my end, but it was like, well, fuck it then. That's how we're going to play. That's how we'll play. But I think at some point you got to realize like, look, you got to have conversations and because really good business could be done. And I want to see all those guys do really good business with it. I don't want to see that get ignored with it. And so I just said, you know what? Fuck. I'll just lead by example. Punk, you know what? I'm sorry. If I happen to hurt you for everything that, that went on with it, and we've talked about it, that table spot had padding on the ground. You didn't say that. You said it was cement. You said some things that happened in the back that didn't happen. Look, I acknowledge the table spot, and I've said this on the show multiple times. Didn't it go perfect? I wish we went perfectly through. I don't know why we had the table the way. That was what was what they orchestrated. It didn't go perfect. I'm sorry. It was. I wish we could have went right directly through the middle. That bump was going to suck regardless, though. I don't think anybody would, would – that was not going to be – uh, like no matter how that wasn't going to be any different, whether the way he went or if it went through the middle, in my opinion on that, there was padding on the ground with it. But you know what? If I hurt you, I'm very sorry with that. Move forward. Let's go. Let's have a conversation. If we want to talk further, want to do it public live, want to do it private. I don't give a shit. Let's talk the that you guys fucking sit down and talk. All of you, elite, Omega, hangman, punk, all of you, Tony, be the boss, make the decisions, tell them the fucking way it's going to be. That's what Vince would do on that. Not saying, but like take control and the guys, but the guys let him take control and play ball. We all need pro wrestling to get better. And if, if they do good business, it's going to force WWE to change and treat the company better. And I, I've talked about this and this is why when people say I'm against pro wrestling and what WWE is trying to put out, I'm not. And I'll show you I'm not with everything. I'll literally come out. I'm sorry with this. Now let's talk at some point. You guys sit down, talk, get all this squared away with everything. And then go do really good business and work the fuck out of everybody. And, and I hope that's already going on with it. But I just looked at it as an opportunity. I go, no. And I've learned a lot in seeing what's going on and not by not having conversations. And just when I had a lot else going on, I had to get in order. I go, you've seen it. I just call this shit on head on to talk about it. The worst that can happen is on something is, is you, you're wrong or you had a wrong take. And you go, you know what? I, I, I could see where I was wrong on that. And you can move forward. But don't let these negative piece of shit fans and all the haters and people try to fucking don't let them dictate shit on anything because they're losers. A lot of them with it. And they have a they have a poor negative mindset and we got to ignore them and do good business. And, and you just you control that behind the scenes with everything. But you got to talk. and You got to communicate. I'm telling you with it. And that was a big problem. And the other promotions with egos get involved in the, in the atmosphere that Vince McMahon had created in that toxic, negative environment. Like, fuck, we all know that like, it doesn't need to be that. You guys have such a valuable opportunity. It is a team game. It is not an eye game. As much as there are, Punk is a big-time, big-time player, but he needs other big-time players to play with. And if you don't, the shit runs dry really quick with it and punk needs to be willing to do good business too it can't just be about you 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 all the time there needs to be an ultimate goal what's the storyline going to be for the next fucking year get it all together from creative management everybody be willing to work together i don't give a fuck what has happened with me and other people i am a professional that is what we got into this business for we understood that when we got in we don't have to like each other we don't have to get along behind the scenes but bell to bell when we're in that ring go fucking work and go make money because it's better for everybody with it. And we need AEW to succeed. We do not, I do not want to see collision fail. I do not want to have them see where the uh, things don't go good and the ratings aren't going good. And they start fucking like freaking out and like, they don't know what to do. Like 
get you guys have an opportunity to go tell an amazing fucking real life story with something, learn from the mistakes and, and like and do what pro wrestling can do better than any other any other sport or entertainment in the world with it, with that. And so and I hope that's what's going on. And I and I hope that's all part of it because punk is very smart with it. But I've also lived the things and I heard some repeated things that, that I saw that happened that I know for a fact weren't true. And that's why I said I never heard him on purpose, never, never once on things, but in communication was cut off at some point. And I think he can be very vindictive. And he'll he, I think he'll be the first to say that that when he when he gets angry, he'll come out and he'll he'll do whatever he can to sabotage somebody and he doesn't care at what expense. And, it, and I think that is a real character flaw in him that I have no problem telling him to his face. That doesn't, I don't think anyone's perfect, but I think we're all getting older and we can learn and set a good fucking example for the business. You've got a lot of young fucking guys there that are looking at you. A lot of people look up to you. You've done a lot of great things in the business. We're all getting older. Like we can keep acting like fucking children and, and not communicating or you sit down and go, fuck, we can make a lot of money and tell some really cool stories and grow up and be adults and evolve here in this business. And fuck WWE, fuck Vince McMahon. Fuck Triple H. Fuck those guys, man. Fuck them. And go be do better storytelling than them. Go do it because you have the talent. You guys got the amazing fucking roster. You need the stories. And you can't be afraid to go tell those stories. And you need you guys got the freedom to do different things. Fuck. People are going to say things we don't like all goddamn. Say whatever the fuck you want to say about me in the ring. We can still go be professional and make money. I'll say what I want to say too. Sometimes you're going to get me. Sometimes I'm going to get you. That's what the beauty of pro wrestling is. Get away from all the overly scripted bullshit WWE is forced to do. Get fucking edgy. Tell better fucking stories. And let's start beating WWE in the fucking ratings. Because we've been around now for what? You guys, like four years. The time is now. It should have already been happening. Punk's already been back. But you can't just bring a talent back. And Impact and TNA did this. They brought all the guys in. And those guys, a guy will get a rating or can pop a rating here and there. You need to have the other pieces in place. And you got to be able to go tell the fucking stories. You can't just have cold matchups all the time. You've got to get you know, go in there and fucking tell the stories. You've got a, a, a gold mine just sitting right there with everything that has happened. Go tell it. Go fucking tell it. And I hope that's what they're doing. And that's what that was with everything. I'm getting cleared. I'm going to hopefully get cleared in July. I'm doing everything I can. And I'm just watching from the outside in. Whether I go there or not, I want them to be as successful as possible because I have no doubt that if I have to go another route, Whatever the case may be, it's ultimately going to be the landing grounds at some point in time when everybody sees the truth, whether they see it or not now or later, it, 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 like whatever. It's but fuck, let's go. Like WWE, and I, I'm pushing this shit, everything they're doing. Like we need passion, we need aggression, we need people, the attitude era. Why was it the best period? Wasn't the best period from the bell to bell as far as from the most technical, but everybody was fighting and it was very competitive and they were going out there really, that, that whole ruthless aggression but they had fucking attitude. They had passion behind what they're doing. And that's the one thing, despite everything with punk will go out there and speak with passion, whether he's right or wrong, he, he fucking sounds like he believes what he's saying. Right. And we buy into it as an audience with that. And you need that across the board from the wrestling. And I understood this a long time ago. And I think it's a big part of why I was able to get successful is because everything with my injury and I had a fucking chip on my shoulder with the company trying to fire me and that clicked and it clicked for me. And I knew what it took to go out there and have that extra aggression and that intensity and that passion and that belief in myself, no matter what these miserable fucking pieces of shit say, I'm going to go out and do what I fucking am going to go out and born to do. And you're not going to stop me from reaching my fucking goals because I'm not hurting anybody else. You're not going to create lies. You're not going to get in my way. 
I'm going to get what I want. And we got to go out there and it's, it's physical acting and you got to be able to have a team environment to embrace the different roles that we know that what we're working towards and we're going to do our part, but we're not going to, we're going to be able to go out there and be celebrated for our part with that. And that's the environment that they have the opportunity to create that is so much better than what WWE did in that environment that Vince created. That is not the right way to do this. And we've seen that time and time again. So that's why I put that out with that. And that was just like, guys, get on the same page. Everyone, top to bottom. Like everybody should be rooting for this company to fucking succeed because all the evil bullshit Vince and WWE, and I've lived a lot through a lot of this. Like we need them to be successful. If you love pro wrestling and you want the business to get better, you are rooting for them. And if you are not, fuck you. You're a piece of shit. Flat out. Go fucking go, go, go see what that WWE logo does for you. Fuck you. But that's what, this is for the betterment of pro wrestling. And I, and I'm, I'm, we're off the first one. Let's see what happens. <clears throat> hello, hello. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Let's go ahead. We've got to bring our first caller on for today. Rant over. Hello, hello. How are you? Are you there? You just have to turn the speaker on. I didn't know I, I'm doing this. Hello. Hello, hello. I can, what's your name? I am Susie Myers from Twitter. Ah, very nice, Susie Myers. Welcome to the Ryback Show. I've been a fan forever, man. I love you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, one thing. Did you see what uh, he was... CM Punk was wearing Rowdy Rowdy Piper's T-shirt when he came back. Was he wearing? Didn't was uh? I saw it has a dog on it, right? Yeah, he was wearing Rowdy Rowdy Piper's T-shirt. Very cool. So, did you watch all of Collision? I could not. Unfortunately, I saw that on. I only have access to internet on my YouTube due to the fact that I don't have cable because of how much money it is right now cable is a lot of money i understand you on that cable used to be very cheap and it is now very expensive i can understand what you meant by on tiktok it has been fucking up lately it's been completely annoying as hell uh me and my friends that are on tiktok a bunch of fucking times like getting really irritated so i agree with you on that one yeah no i just noticed that it was I went from getting hundreds of thousands and millions of views routine, routine, routinely weekly to now, like I see posts that I post and it, like I said, it gets 75 views in 40, 45 minutes, something, and it's just being held back. And it's not getting, and I have the 3.6 million followers. I've gained followers for years on there. And then all of a sudden now I'm losing followers just like on Twitter. And it's not because of people go, oh, it's your content. No, that content is what got me all those followers. They have clearly... It, it, there's stuff going on, but I know they changed the algorithm a while back. But even yeah. with that, there's something I have. My stuff is tied to WWE with it. And I've watched other people's accounts and they've seen everyone's had a slight decline. You don't go, though, from 100 million views to going to like one or two million views for the month on everything. If that even with, with it, it's a drastic, drastic thing. So hopefully we'll see. They won't they won't respond to me. I used to have a creator account where they would have to directly communicate. They cut that off quite a while ago. I don't know. They won't respond to any uh, support requests or emails. So we'll see. 
they need to fix their fucking shit. I swear to God, my friends have been getting banned for no reason. Yeah, no, that's a very strict platform. That's the same. I don't, I don't do a lot of the content that I did. Also, I, I'm very because they, they, they are flagging everything for harassment and bullying. Um, I noticed too on different things, and I had like a lot of it they overturned. But I go, it was just creating too much drama, and I just go like as far as wasting time having to have challenge everything, and so I don't know what the deal is over there. But that went from being my number one platform to my worst now, literally overnight. So. What is your thoughts on the outcast, Tony Storm, being the WWE world? Well, fucking hell. She was on WWE, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I like everything over there. And Paige over there, and they're doing a great job. It's all just time and storytelling and, and getting involved in angles and, and growing the product and getting seen more and more. But, you know, they Paige has a, a huge social media following as well oh, yeah. over there. And she's I'm so great to see her back. And I always got along with her really well. And Tony's done a great job over there. I, I see too, like the sky. I'll tell you someone who else has caught my attention is Sky Blue over there. Yeah. She looks like she's going to have, there's something about her. She's going to have a very promising future uh, career in pro wrestling. Just instantly, just the, like the name, the colors, everything. I go, kids, I can see kids really. That's the kind of character you could really market to kids too. Just, yeah. it's a friendly. It's good. So they're doing some really good things over there. It's just a matter of the, what stories are going to be told and character development. Oh, yeah. I mean, I follow uh, the outcast due to Paige. I've been in love with her for like 10 whole years since she was in WWE. And I uh, just wish I could say hi to her, but I don't know what she's doing now. All I know is that she's probably at home with her boyfriend, and holy hell, she's having so much fun, and I love, I just, I just love. I can't be more, in ha ha well, I can't be more unhappy. I mean, honestly, I mean, everybody goes through so much. She's worked so hard. I mean, Sky Blue has worked so hard. All those divas have worked so hard to get to where they are now, including you, basically. Are I you, mean, are you calling me a diva? <laughs> I'm no, I'm so sorry. I love you. No, no, it's okay. I understand what you're saying. No, I, 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 no, that's great, and that's it's nice to see good fans out there that are supportive and talking about the things they like more than they don't like. So I like your take on things. Oh yeah, I'm also a weirdo. <laughs> You're a positive weirdo, though, so I, I, I commend you on that. But the same goes for, like, the men's locker room, everybody. I've been in love with everybody since 1999 due to the fact that how awesome the wrestling was, how the goofiness was coming about. Uh, DX was funny as hell, making fun of Vince. It was that, mwah. I got to give it. I got to give props. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to bring on one other caller here. I'm going to keep the show flowing. I thank you for coming on and, and, and for all your love and support and look forward to having you on again. Yes, thank you so much for having me. You have a great Sunday, all right? You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Awesome. Thank you very, very much. Very, very good fan right there. Let's see. Let's go ahead and... We got Roger, Roger Cruz. Bring Roger Cruz onto the Ryback show here. 
Thank you. Yeah, we got the Ryback Pepper Slam uh, Chug Challenge out, available on LegalFire.com for you guys. Grab your bottles. Hello, hello, Roger, are you there? Yes, I hear you, Ryback. What's going on today? What's your question, Roger? I want to know why, why the Usos turned on Roman Reigns, folks. You want to know why the Usos have turned on Roman Reigns? I think it, the Usos are, are. I think they're sick and tired of all his bullshit after all this, and them him kind of using them, and and you know without the Usos and without Sammy, who's now gone out of the bloodline, and you know Solo's in there, and and Heyman. I, I think without all of them, I don't think Roman Reigns has that long of a title reign, with everything, all the cheating and manipulation that's gone on. And uh, what I think is happening is I think we're we're seeing kind of the. We're seeing everything kind of blow up here, and we're going to see they have the, the the Civil War coming up, I saw, with Roman and Solo versus the Usos. And I think it's more uh, not just the, everything going on in WWE. I think it's, you know, a, a lifetime of, of being around Roman and him always kind of maybe kind of taking them for granted. And uh, now everything's coming on full head. Hey, you like the new titles or not? I, I, yeah, I have no problem with the titles. I've always, I, I'm a very easygoing guy. The championships are the championships. I think they, they I understand why they get changed for business every every handful of years, you know, so I have no problem with them at all. You know who my, you know who my favorite wrestler is? Who's your favorite? I like the Lucha Brothers. The Lucha Brothers? Yes. Nothing yes. wrong with that at all. I, I could I support that fully. I like I like the Lucha Brothers. I like the the Lucha Open people. I understand that they're all all great talents. Yeah, because like now the NXT popping right now. The I agree. NXT, I agree. The, the NXT popping, SmackDown popping, and Wall popping. Yes, yes. Everything is going in the right direction. Yeah, I like Super X Test over the pole again. Oh, do you? Yeah, I like Super X Test over the pole. I on the phone. I like Super X Test over. Yeah, let 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 whoever know. Let them know you're on the Ryback show. I, I, I did. <laughs> well, Roger, I appreciate you calling in, and uh, look forward to coming back on here another time. All right, you have a great Sunday. All right, buddy. Okay, you too. All right, bye bye. Thank you. Thank you, Roger. Very cool. We'll keep it moving here. Keep it moving. Let's see. We'll bring in the bat. Is it the bastard Judas? I always pop up the names we get here on Twitter. We never know what we're gonna get. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You there, masked Judas bastard. Hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Ryback Show. What's going on? First of all, happy Father's Day. Ah, thank you very much. Likewise. Uh, I don't know if you remember me from the show. I was on it, like, last week. I remember the name. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I, I 
promised you I was going to join back. The first, the first one, I was kind of nervous. I honestly didn't expect to get on, but you know, you said you let everyone on, so. No, absolutely. I appreciate it, buddy. It's uh, it's always good to get to talk to you guys. What's going on today? I actually have an honest question. Um, it doesn't really have anything to do with wrestling. I, I guess I'll ask you one after this. But so I plan on joining the military, the okay. Air Force, soon. So I talked to the guy. He said I needed to lose 20 pounds. Did you have any tips or like... Any any anything to lose twenty pounds like quick and easy? How long do you have to lose it? Um, I don't really have a set timetable, but I plan on probably starting the process to go to basic by like September October. Oh yeah, plenty of time. You should easily be able to do that. So one, you need to. I don't know how your diet is. What what do you weigh? How tall are you? And how how much do you weigh? I'm a six four two fifty. Okay. So, and you want to get down to two thirty? Um, with the new, with the new, what's it called? Um, I guess body fat measurement, like they, you know, yep. your waist and your neck. I have to be at twenty five percent body fat, and right now I'm at thirty. Okay, so yeah, you 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 could then you can make some you can make drastic improvements from now to September. Um, what I would say is first is you're going to have to make some diet changes. What, what I would suggest is on feedmemore.com, we have a basal metabolic rate calculator. It's called a BMR calculator. It's on the homepage. If you scroll down and uh, you click on it and you plug in all your information and how active you are, be as, be as truthful as possible. It's going to tell you how many calories a day you, you should require. And it's usually pretty damn close on that of like what you might tell you that you need 2,500 calories a day to, to maintain your weight. And so what you're going to do is then you put in, there's a, a, a section to where you want to lose weight. You plug in that information and they'll go to, you know, you need to be consuming 2,200 calories a day if you want to get down to a certain body weight or it, it gives you that information. So, but what you need to do is you need to know how many calories you kind of should be eating a day. And then you got to start making some better food choices and, and trying to eat better whole foods and, and hit your macronutrients, your protein, your carbs, your fats. You need to learn about, about nutrition if you're, if you're not very aware of it. And start making some better food choices. Eat less processed food, and 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 just essentially a little higher protein diet. You want to, you want to add some weight training and cardiovascular activity, and especially if you're going to go into what you want to go into, you want to be physically able to to be healthy and to take care of yourself. Um, is what you just essentially need to do, and you need to start watching your calories and being active with that. But like, I, are you working out or doing any cardio right now, or no? I jog a couple of times a day, but um, I usually walk a mile or two or two to three miles in the morning. Okay. And near nighttime, I try to get in two miles. Oh, so you're you're pretty active then. Yeah. I've, what I've about? Been to do that, but it's it's the it's the diet. Yeah. Yeah. No. No doubt. And it's what what about weight training? Are you weight training at all or no? I have. I don't have access to a gym. What about, or do you have access to, to just doing push-ups and some body weight squats and stuff like that? Yeah. I mean, because you're going to have to do that when you go there anyways, aren't you? Yeah. So you need to start. So that's the thing. You need to get your body, because if you don't, you're going to break down the moment you get there if you're not already doing this stuff. So you need to use now to September. And like what I would do is just literally Google at-home body weight workouts and, and start just 
find a program and just start doing stuff, you know, and even do full body workouts, even a few times a week at home with pushups and, and crunches and, and Hindu squats. And there's different variations of things you could do. You could literally get, there's a million different workouts online. You need to just start and then see what you're capable of doing. Start easy, get, get moving, but you need to then the diet, like how many times a day do you eat? I usually eat breakfast and then something around like three to four o'clock and then nothing much else. So twice a day, do you snack at all? Uh, sometimes. I usually, I usually eat Chex Mix, Chex Mix around like... I would throw that shit the fuck out. Yeah, that That's it. trash, man. That's, you're not like, that's, you gotta, I, I'm just telling you, like it, it's, you know, say, hey, save it for a cheat meal once a week. If you want to, you know, if you really love check mix, checks mix, you know, save it for for a special, you know, once a week and, and have a meal that you you know wouldn't normally eat. But man, life is energy. It, it, you know, you get what you get, what you put in, you get out. Like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta make some changes on that kind of stuff. As far as like, if you're eating processed foods or eating out, like like I'm not gonna tell you to avoid it altogether, but you need to start. Like you gotta realize, like like you gotta make better food choices. That that's solely contributes to the majority of the problems in the world, especially from like how we look in our body fat wise and health wise with that, you know, I mean, are you willing, but you got to be, are you willing to make those changes or no? Yeah, of course. So that, but that's, so that's what, that's what you would need to do though. Like what, tell me, what do you normally eat? Like on, on your, for the morning meal? Um, some type of, it's probably bad. But I usually eat something like eggs and sausage, eggs and bacon. That's so again. But are you so are you doing carbs with that too? Do you eat any carbohydrates or just the protein and fat? Just the protein and fat. So that's not horrible. I mean, as far as that, you people that you that one that right there is not going to cause you to be overweight with that. But you know, if you're doing that and you're going over your calories every day, what's what's the other meal usually? And then. I, I mean, right now I eat a lot of Chipotle. I don't know how good or bad that is for you, but I eat a lot of uh, rice, chicken, lettuce. What do you? What do you? Is that Chipotle usually your 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 second meal of the day? Uh, most of the time. What do you? What is your your usually your go to order at Chipotle? Um, chicken, white rice, uh, sour cream, and. Yeah, I think and lettuce. You do that in, a, in one of the like the bowl, the burrito bowl. Yeah, you just get one of them. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's I mean, again though, you're not don't seem like you're you're eating a, a ton of calories for the day with everything. But I don't know how much how much of that uh, Chex mix are you eating? Are you eating like a whole bag? They come in those. Uh, it's a little cheese its bag. Okay, yeah. So it's just really small. just one of them a day. Yeah. Um, like, so that again. That's not one horrible. And two, or not two, one in the middle, and then like two, one near nighttime. Like so you eat, you oh, so you eat the two or three bags a day. No, sometimes I will, but most of the time it's just one in the afternoon that I grab another bag near nighttime. So two a day then. Yeah, I mean it's it, again. What you would have to do is is you would you need to count your calories at least to get an idea of how many calories you're getting per day. But what I, you, cause you need to know, and if you don't know that you're lost and you, you don't know where to make any changes, but that's why if you go, if you type, go to the, I'm telling you, go to feedmemore.com and do, put the information in or go just type in BMR calculator online 
and and see how many calories it tells you you should need per day. And and I'll have you back on. I'm curious to know how many calories it says you should be consuming. And then if you want to lose weight, how many it tells you it should you should consume. I just want to know that. But from that, you need to then kind of count your calories to some degree, which Chipotle has everything online. You can get how many how many calories are in that meal. You have the checks mix bags. You know how many calories are in those. If you look, literally just take them, you write them down, and, you, and then you just add them up on your phone calculator with everything. And then your morning meal, you just got to look at, you know, if you're just, you got to, how many ever eggs and sausage if you're buying, look at the back of the package and add it all up and see with any other ingredients. You just got to get a ballpark idea of what you're doing. With that, I'm really curious to see if you're overeating or not. But if not, because you're, you're very active as far as your activity with everything, but you, you you would really do well from adding weight training in, no doubt. That's the thing, because um, I'd say around junior, senior year, I really, because I was always active. I grew up playing basketball and soccer. So around junior year, I started working at a, a restaurant called Bojangles. Yep. And I really blew up from that. And it's been, I used to be heavier. I used to be like 280, 270. And I'm... Right now, I'm down at like 250, 240. Okay, which is good. But your body fat is still high, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you need you need to just, so you need to build more muscle with that. And that comes from, you can do that with body weight. I, I'm telling you, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what you, the, the BMR calculator and, and getting your calories in line I, or, or something that you could do very easily here and get as a good starting point. And if you just Google at-home workouts, and you start a, a like a full body program three times a week, and, and see how that goes. I'm telling you, you're gonna you're gonna further see improvements just doing that. And the further you go, then you've got to make more adjustments as time goes on. But I think you adding in weight training will will help. I tell you, and I'm I'm, I'm gonna just tell you this. I'm gonna say not to buy it right away, but it will work. The Shell Shock, our weight management formula, the fat burner I have, is phenomenal with it. But I want you to get the other stuff in order before you go take that. With that. Because I, I think you could take that and that's going to help, but I think you need to do the other things first, if that makes sense. And that will help or start doing the other things and then add that in. Because you need, like, because that's not going to help you when, when you go in, if you go into the military, you need to be physically active. You need to be able to take care of yourself. And like, I think all of us are like, like we, I, like, I want everyone in our military to be physically fit. And I thank all everybody that, that gives their time and energy to protecting us with that but i think i speak for everyone though i also want them to be as physically fucking fit as possible with everything with that but you want to be so you're not there and you don't make an embarrassment of yourself or you don't get kicked out or you know what i mean you you want you got to have that pride and go fuck i'm going to take control right now i want to do this i want to go i want to go serve i want to protect our country i want i want to be a part i want to be physically fucking fit and able to take care of myself i want to be able to earn a living and be able to take care of it, have a family and like that comes from you. You got to take, get hungry and literally take control. And like, and, and you have to do that though. And like, and th- those things I told you will get you on the track to doing that. But like, you don't need a gym to get in shape, man. You, if you've got, you've got, you're, you're able to, you're physically able, you don't have any injuries or anything preventing you, man. Like, you know, body, body weight activities, is, you know, the world existed on that for long before we had weight training with that. And, and people were physically fit with that and you can get yourself fucking in great shape doing that man and there's no reason if you if you honestly really 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 grab the bull by the horns and and, and follow through on this you can i'm telling you you could be under 15 percent body fat by september easy if you really go all in on this and then like take control 
But that's but that's the starting point. That BMR calculator, count the calories, and then and then I want you to come back with some like, and then I want you to give me that information and come back on here, and I can give you some better information on what I think you could change in in the diet. I just want to kind of I need to see where you're at with everything though. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, but no, but man, you're gonna do it. You you seem you're already asking the right question. So now it's just a matter of do a little bit of work and, and get going. Okay. All right, buddy. Well, I look forward to talking. What's your name again? Christian. Christian. Christian, I look forward to talking to you again. Okay. You too. You have a good Sunday, bud. You too. Bye. Good deal. Great questions, man. I love stuff like that. And uh, best of luck, Christian. You're going to do it. It's Get that BMR calculator. Go go to feedmemore.com and go look at that. Get how many calories you need a day. And, and then let's let's get rocking and rolling. Let me uh, go ahead and uh, we'll throw a shell shock in here. I think we've got a super chat, Bobby Reynolds. Thank you very much for a super chat. What if, what if you, uh, Magic, Mikey, Matt, Stoney, Joey, Chestnut, and Varton Fresh do a mukbang collaboration? Yeah, those guys are world class eaters, man. Yeah, that would be very entertaining. You know, I don't know if I want to do any a massive food like thing. I don't mind doing like the food reviews and stuff and eating, a, you know, a cheat meal. I don't I don't have any intention of doing any of those uh, those massive amount of meals that those guys do. It's just, I don't think it's healthy. It's not healthy. I don't think it, I know it's not healthy. You know, I, I have a good feeling a lot of those guys throw up their meal when they're done. I, you know, I'm I'm not looking to create content for the sake of doing that, you know just it's, and at the end of the day i don't need to with it so i think we've got a new ryback member here stefan share welcome new rybacker on ryback tv welcome aboard buddy and thank you very much we've got a let's go another caller here stell the world Hello, hello. Welcome to the Ryback Show. You got to just turn on the mic. It, it goes from purple to, there we go. Stells, how you doing? Hi. Welcome to the Ryback Show. What's going on? Uh, yes, sir, but thank you for having me to your show. I'm actually a huge, huge fan of yours. Thank you very much. I, I greatly appreciate that. Yes, yeah, it could be because I actually have like three, three, three questions. Um, first, uh, from the two thousand four when you when you entered tough enough with you and um um uh Daniel Daniel Peter, uh, you guys were like the best, you know. Thank you. Yes, and then the second question, uh, after later on, you were you were joining the um the um uh Nexus. Yes. Yes. Oh, great times! I, I that was the Nexus was was it was a beautiful thing. I, I had a great time doing that. Yeah, and then and then and then like the the, the actually, um uh, last question, um <clears throat> like uh what what got you into the pro wrestling? Did you just watch it on the TV, or how you got you, you actually first started? Yeah, no, I grew up just being a fan, and and my parents. I remember my first memory; they took me to uh, me and my sister. The WWF was in town. It, I, my first match I ever remember being brought to was Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. It's the only I just remember the yellow yellow tights and the black singlet, and really got into it uh, 
after that, probably though, that 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 was really, really like when I wanted to become a pro wrestler. Specifically, I remember like that 11, 12, 13 year old period with my buddies. We'd always watch wrestling, we'd get the pay per views, or we'd have the box, and one of them would order the pay per view or find a way to get the pay per view. We all go to each other's, whoever's house, whoever got it. And we'd always wrestle. It was like, Man, it had all the wrestling figures and the stuff, and I always just wanted to do it. And I, I played sports my whole life, and I've been very blessed. And I, I do believe, mindset-wise, of anything I've really ever wanted to to, to set my sights on, I, I've been pretty successful at. And I just I wanted to be a pro wrestler since I was a kid, and uh, an opportunity. Cool. And I, I played sports all growing up. And my parents, I came from a sports family, and you know, I, but I wanted to be a wrestler. And, and I don't think they really ever understood that. But then I was old enough to kind of make my own decisions. And then I made the decision to stop baseball and I wanted to pursue wrestling and, and it happened. No, yeah, yeah, right, right. No, no doubt. So um, where does your mindset is like right now? Where's what? I'm sorry, I couldn't understand you. The what? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, where is your mindset is right now? Like, where are you going to now? Like, where are you going to... Um, where, where does your mind is like going to you know for this year? I my goal is I got to get cleared with my shoulder and and being very honest and transparent with everything with my injuries and with everything going on. I've wanted people to understood understand how serious everything was and hopefully get cleared in July for my shoulder and then the goal will be to go forward from there and to get back get back in the ring, make sure everything is is ready to go and and then see what kind of business can be done with that and get back. But that's, that's kind of where everything is at right now. I can't make any promises. I, I'm, yeah, I'm man. remaining optimistic though, as far as that I, with everything we're doing with my shoulder and, and where it's at, like I, 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 I feel pretty good going into, I'm going one day at a time, but I'm feeling pretty good that by the end of July, I think we can get full clearance and, and be ready to go. So. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, but no, 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 no doubt. Cause I was, I'm looking forward to like, you you going to um the uh let's call it um the wrestling universe it, it's open uh queens new 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 york what about queens new york i've been to queens uh, queens new york it's like the it, it is called the wrestling U- universe okay yeah yeah i i've been to queens before though yes so, so like the guy named is Jack, and he has like all, all his superstars coming in. Oh, does he? Yes, yes. We'll see what happens with everything here. I'm, uh, we're just going one day at a time. Oh, I understand that. Yeah, I was just, just like telling because he's always having um, people, whoever is like in, you know. Yeah, no, I think I did a signing 2016 in Queens at one of the at a place. Down, I don't know if it's the same place or a different one, yes, but. It is. Yeah, yeah. So I've been down there. I think in 2016 was right when I left. Is I did okay. one. It was either that or 2017. It was very early on, though. I remember it was a great time, very good time down there. Yes, it is. And then, and then, um, uh, right back. So, how do you? Um, my, my, my question is, how you got into the toughness? Did they just contact you, WWE? How, how this like happened? I got into Tough Enough. Oh, you just had to submit a videotape, essentially, for it to, to get accepted into the tryout. And I, I, I have the video oh, still. I, I recorded a video in my dad's kitchen with okay. my shirt off, and I cut a promo. Nice. And, and, uh, and, and it, it was enough to get – I was 
280 pounds, freaking jacked. And um, I just cut a heartfelt promo how I always wanted to do it. And I wanted it to the opportunity and, um, and it worked out. And then I went down there and had a very good showing and, and that's how essentially I got in. Then I got released eventually. I got rehired as a wrestler. And, and that was kind of, you know, that always to me kind of washed the tough enough stuff, but that was my start initially into, into the world of pro wrestling. Yes. Nice, man. Wow. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, no, because I was just curious of like, like how you got into all these things. So actually, so I just got all my questions in. Thank you, man. You're very welcome, buddy. And I appreciate it. And you have a great Sunday. Yeah, yes. Happy bars to you and your pops. Thank you very much, buddy. I'll talk again. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Very good. Thank you very much. Always great getting to speak to you guys, and I appreciate the, the questions or the comments. We've got Drew, a super scion in training. Bring in Drew here to the Ryback Show. Okay, I'm in here. What's going on, Drew? How are you today? Hey, what's going on, big guy? Not much. What? What? what any questions? Concerns? Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I have some questions. Um, more of them personal, but uh, I have a question for you as well. Okay. Um, so I'm actually me, me and my twin brother. We are um, trying to break into the wrestling business. We're both 25, and um. We, we are like really into the gym. So that's like our thing. We mm-hmm. love to be in the gym where they're like five to six times a week. And we're, we're pretty big. Um, I'm 5'11". I'm about 190. My brother's about 200. You know, we're twins. We're the same size. And we just have like, like this pesky fucking like lower stomach fat. And we can't seem to like get it right. I work a lot too. So that could be it. But I'm still at the gym, you know, five to six times a week. Uh, at least an hour and a half. Yep. Is there anything, any kind of like advice you could give me for like burning like stomach fat? Obviously, you can't target like stomach fat. Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah. But is there like some, I don't, I don't know if I don't do enough cardio or whatnot, but I, I definitely don't do enough. So I, I do think then if you know that you don't do enough, so that again, body fat to get that down, you got to be consistently burning more calories than you're taking in. Um, what I will tell you though, that will help you that my ab development. And I think I've always had for, especially being a bigger guy, I've always had, I feel. Yeah, no. And, but I'll, I'll tell you what really helped me define them even more is in WWE. I came across the P90X ab ripper X program and it, it's online. It's called P90X ab. I've heard of it. Yep. They have multiple routines. I usually do. I, I do a variation of their routine uh, once a week and also with a little bit of body weight. Um, I mean, machine exercises. Okay. But I, I go back and forth. So what you need is you need to. And I, I, I used to do abs twice a week. I do them really hard once a week. But what you need to do, though, is learn. A lot of people do this. And I you need to learn how to do abs with good form. This yeah, is something. Like me, me, per se, I. I uh, grew up, I, I've always been super, super athletic, very athletic in sports and whatnot. And um, I, I've always had abs. So when I started working out, that was like two and a half years ago, I was 125 pounds. Okay. I uh, <laughs> I thought that I'd keep them. So I never really trained abs. And to this day, I still don't really fucking train abs. And I and you, but you need to. And that's where I'm like, okay. so you need to, and you need to, you need to treat abs like any other body part. And I, I do 20 sets once a week, sometimes 22, 23, 24 sets. And 
But what you need to learn to do is to when you do whether you're doing machines or you're doing body weight exercises, you need to learn not to cheat and use your momentum. You need to actually use your abs. And oh, absolutely. It, I do calisthenics and everything like that. Yeah. Very, yeah so, like, but that's going to be adding that in is going to make a difference, first of all, and start getting better ab development from a muscular standpoint. And then you need to lower your body fat. And what you need to do is it's going to come through doing cardio and, and, yeah. and a better and eating better foods. Yeah, with my the, problem is I sit around like 15, 20. I'm more closer to 15. Like I've got veins in my chest. I've got them yep. on my shoulders. I've got them. You just have stubborn lower. You have you you hold your fat in your lower abs. Yeah, 100%. That's, I can see like my top abs too sometimes. I can do, see them all the time sometimes, but. Most of the time I walk around, I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm bloated or something. Yeah, well, you you probably are, yeah. though. But that so but so what happens is you have to be honest with yourself and go, what am I? Because we're humans, we're 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 really good at tricking ourselves. So yeah. like, you probably have things in your diet that you don't need that you are convinced that you need that you like. Absolutely. And so, but you here's I'm telling you what you you want to be a pro wrestler and you want to be in the best shape possible, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You need, I'm telling you this and I'm telling you this from experience. You need to want that as much as you fucking want oxygen to breathe. Does that, do you understand me? Like that is so like, if you, and you know how you get that feeling, you go underwater, you go underwater and hold your breath and you, 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 that, that dire need for oxygen. That's what it takes to get to our goals because we live in a fucking world, man, where all these people are selling us all this poison and things that aren't good for us. We need to be so strong in our belief of what we want. That that goal, that desire to get to that goal, that we're going to make the right choices with that goal in our mind at all times. And so you need to find a way to get hungry and passionate about what you want and your goal. And you, because what you, we do is we we go, oh, tomorrow, oh, tomorrow, or we're not, or like you just make excuses to not make like the changes. You already know when you started off, you're like, I probably don't do enough cardio or like, so. Yep. You need to do a little more. You need to, 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 especially if you're wrestling, you should be doing hard conditioning anyways. Uh, I, I, need, I need to condition harder too. Cause yeah, I've Stairmaster, brother. Get on that Stairmaster and get those legs. It's going to translate to the ring. I, I just started doing some of this cardio stuff yeah. too. But I definitely just wanted to shed like some better light. And especially from somebody like you, I've always known you've had like a good physique. And I've always been one of those guys who like people with physiques. So you're definitely like. But you will, you'll get the result. You throw in that Stairmaster work and blow yourself up. It, it, one, it's going to make you a better wrestler, have better conditioning in the ring. And yeah, that blew up in the ring so quick sometimes. <laughs> you, you, you don't need to. I'm telling you, if you do. And also, I'll tell you another thing I learned is is really watch your caffeine. Are you a big caffeine guy? Hell no. I, I okay, actually, good. To be honest, for the most part, That's good. I, I eat very clean. I, I haven't had snacks. I don't eat snacks like that, like anything candy and shit like that. My dad yep. is a power lifter. So okay, you know you know what you're yeah. doing then. You're, you've you know, got. I know what I, I know what I'm doing like weight wise and everything like that. But there's things because like my dad was a power lifter. He didn't have like crazy abs, but he could bend with like 800 pounds. Yeah, they have a little different routine where they're they're going for the maximum yeah, weight, and yeah, they more athletic than him too. I'm, I'm taller than him. I'm, me and my twin brother are the same exact person, and we're pretty athletic. So yeah, we just don't even have the same like physique as him. Yeah, so you just need to you you know what you need to do. I think you just got to yeah. follow through and like I said, you got to get that desire to to get to the goals that has to has to overcome that that whatever comfort level that you're at with your day to day life. You've okay. got to go to that next level if that makes I sense. Go to the next level, yeah, yeah, okay. And then you're gonna get to that level and you're gonna have to make changes and you're gonna have to go. I'm telling you, like this is just from experience of things no. that it's this is part of of reaching success and. 
you've got it because you're, you're dealing, you're going to be the competitive wise. You're going to, I've seen the hungriest people in the world, man. And it's like, this is why most people, it is, if you make that choice, like you got to really push yourself and you got to want it. Yeah, it pays off too, though. It, it becomes, I'm telling you, it becomes very easy when you really, when you really believe in something and want it, it it's, it's just part of your life. Like with that, and it, you get, you get it, you'll get more motivated and you'll get, when you see those results, you're going to get hungrier for more results. It's like a beautiful process. But like I, I tell you, I've got a quote in my bathroom and I'll leave you with this sure. and I'm, I'll butcher the quote, but it, essentially it's, it's life begets life and energy creates energy like essentially the more we spend ourselves the more we spend ourselves the more we get the more we put in into lives and to reaching our goals the more effort we put in essentially the more we're going to get out of life with that and you've just got you just got to put a little more in and like because you're already putting a lot more than other people but put oh, more absolutely i i see i see how much different i am than like you know the general yeah. population and as so you that sounds but like no but you know you'll you'll be able to make the changes then you because you've already done it to a degree You've just got to get out of the comfort zone a little bit that you're currently in. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. No, I feel good. I feel good about it. You know, I stand out when I'm around people and stuff like that. So I'm. I just want to get to like you know the next level, and that's the kind of advice I, I need. P90X ab ripper X and, and a little and, and some stairmaster work, and then some ab rollers too. Yeah, all of it, man. All of it. All the, and it, it, I'm telling you, treat your abs like a body part. How many body? How many? How many sets of chest do you do a week usually? Shit, dude. I, I mean, honest to God, I probably, if it's not a chest day, I touch it every week. I mean, every day I go to the gym at least once. I just like touch it. But I'll, I'll do chest, you know, I have a chest day twice a week with, uh, I do chest day and I do, um, fuck, I do chest and shoulders and I'll do leg days. I'll do back and arms. So, but, yes. but make sure you have your abs, treat your abs. Abs are the most important. Their core is so important. Have, have your ab, treat your abs like any other muscle group. I'm telling you it. For your own health and safety in pro wrestling, you want your core as strong as possible long term. Yeah, and, and that and that's some stairmaster work, like high intensity interval training on the stairmaster. I tell you, the thing that I do, I go max speed for thirty seconds, and then I walk on level eight with hands. I use my hands to rest for a minute, and then I do my sprints for thirty seconds. See, I do something kind of similar to that too. So I'll stairmaster it out and I'll floor it. And then for a little bit, as far as I can go, I'll get a little blown up. Then I'll jump off and I'll hit like 25 push-ups yep. and hop back on and do the same thing. So you're doing, yeah. And I'll do that, I'll do that for four sets. Like, so it's, you know. That's good, man. And that's what you need to do though, is, is find ways in, in keeping that more routine in there in your cardio. And look, if you're doing that and you're maxed out on that, don't be afraid to hop on, do the elliptical for 20 minutes after and just burn some calories. Yeah, 100%. A lot, of big, a lot of guys who are, you know, muscular shit like that don't want to hop onto that, especially when there's, like, girls around, but I don't give a fuck. Oh, I'll tell you right now, girls love ripped physiques. Oh, I don't know. They love it. They I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know what kind of guys don't want to do more cardio. I, I'll tell you what girls don't really give a fuck about is overweight people that are severely Absolutely. overweight. So, like, Absolutely. yeah, Absolutely. it's, I, I think being in shape only benefits us for everything in life. So, I, I, I'm, I would do that cardio personally. <laughs> Thank you so much for the advice, bro. I really appreciate it. And I have a question. I, have, I guess two questions for you. First of all, how are the stem cells working for you, brother? Because for me, I have a um, I have a slightly bulging disc in my neck. I think it's like the C5, C6. Okay. And I've been to Northwestern. I'm from the Chicago area. I go to Northwestern for it. I got checked out a couple of times. It's a lot better now, but I still bother you from time to time. I'd like to get something extra on it. But how are the stem cells working for you, man? 
They healed my back a hundred percent and completely. Yeah, I saw that spinal fusion you were talking about. I avoided that. I didn't. I would never have been able to wrestle again if I got that at thirty-four. So they, I had enough disc space in each disc to where they could regrow them, and it, it was luckily Bioaccelerator in Columbia that they had the really strong stem cells. Oh, okay, okay. They That's sent like me down twice, and they, it took two. It took two full treatments down there. The first one got me significantly better, but I still had some issues. After the second one, I was 100% within a matter of like three months. And I, Dude. yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's giving me my life back. I was, I was, I was telling you, I was in a bad way. So oh, yeah. I couldn't even do like my, my abs. It would hurt to do ab workouts because I couldn't even like crunch. It was getting, it was really out of hand at, at its worst. So. Jeez, I, yeah, because Mysterio does it. He spent. They talked about spending around two million dollars on his body, yeah. just to get himself to where he's thirty. And you see how the way he performs is—it's it's fucking amazing. He's having one of the most amazing careers from a longevity standpoint, as well as from just a yeah, career standpoint. Like performance, yeah, performance and longevity, which is very difficult to do. Like very rare. Usually, people's performance does decline. You know, as as having that long of a career, and his is—he's essentially like been boosted back up and whereas he's, he's performing like he always did. And his style is, is where you have to be. He has a style that you have to be able to perform. Right. So it, it's incredible. I can't say enough great things about him. There are, you do want to find a good place though. You know, I can only tell you the bio accelerator that I went to, they, yeah. they gave me my life back. So. Is that the one that Rogan uses? Yep. The they all, that me and Kevin Nash were the first two people they sent down to get the ball rolling. Cause I guess people were afraid to go to Columbia I and they knew my situation. I didn't give a fuck what was going on in Colombia. I just wanted to feel good. And then I went down there and Colombia is not only the most amazing place in the world and there's not like no violence there, nowhere near what there used to be, but they have the most beautiful women in the world. It was like the greatest week of my life hanging out with with Kevin Nash and and like not I'm telling you there wasn't a bad looking woman the entire week we were there. I was just like this is I want to move here. <laughs> papa, papa, happy Father's Day, papa. Of thirty different kids. Uh, you're fucking funny, dude. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I have the last question here for you, man. Just so I don't take all the time from you, even though it's been a good conversation, brother. But um, have you um, been keeping your nose in the ring? Have you, you know, been around the ring at all? Have you taken that? Is the next step, and we're going once I get this all this scar tissue. I will be there multiple times a week for for pretty long hours. So. Dude, I, I cannot wait to see you get back in the ring. Back. Trust me, I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I've actually... Somebody like you, regardless of like the controversy and like the mouth or anything like that, or shit that you said that wasn't great, or shit that other people have said that wasn't great, dude, they need a fucking big guy like you who's fucking jacked to go in there and beat some ass. Like, on God. That's what they need. They need somebody like you. I've, I've said it from the beginning. It's passion and believability, and, and you got to be able to have... You've got to have a little bit of a chip on your shoulder and... I, I had all those instilled at a, at a young age in the business that, and uh, you have to have a certain level of intensity. Like it's, I, I, everything's going to be all right. I have no doubt about it. And yeah, you're going to be fine. You're going to be taken care of, dude. No, I have no doubt about it, whether it be WWE, AEW. And I love wrestling. I don't, I don't think a lot of people understand. Like I am very savvy and understand, have a very good understanding. And like I, and from a technical standpoint, I can do things I just don't do out there that it always makes me laugh when people it's I, but I told everybody, Sean Michaels told me very early on, he's like, do you want to be like everybody else? Or do you want to be, be the number one powerhouse and draw money? And it essentially taught me how to adjust my style to that. And I was just, it was 
they, they, there's a reason why those guys made a lot of money and have an understanding of the business. And that's not to say I can do submissions and some technical things. And I can, you can always improve the arsenal. But I, I have a lot of moves I've done, different things. And I'm not – I don't buy into any of the bullshit. I know what I can do and, and what I don't do or can't do. And so it's – at the end of the day, I think it's all going to work out and get the health back. And I'm just appreciative of all you guys that have been supportive. Dude, yeah, 100%, bro. I mean, I was there when I – I saw you go through a fucking ambulance when I was at the cage at, at the All-Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a lot of fun. I've been a, I've been a, I've been a big fan, dude. You're, you're, you're dope, man, and you have a good mind, and uh, you speak the truth, and uh, I like that, so – Good deal. Well, I'm, you know what, man, do the work here. I look forward to you coming back on and, and, uh, and, and keep improving and, and add those two things in the Stairmaster and P90X. Oh yeah. I'll do my best to hop into these things and say what's up or whatnot, man. Let you know how it's going. And, uh, yeah, appreciate the time for real. You're very welcome, buddy. You have a good Sunday. All right. Hey, you too, brother. All right. Take care. Hey, you too, brother. Awesome. Thank you very much, bud. Always really cool to get to talk to you guys. A bit of flyback, yeah. I've always got the big splash. That's easy, though, the splash off the top. I've done the, the corkscrew plancha outside. That's on, on YouTube. Anybody that wants to question my high-flying abilities, go type in Ryback corkscrew plancha against Rusev. On the fly. Never, never, just right there. I was pissed at Vince, some stuff going on. Vince was furious at me for doing the move. He yelled at me and Grilla, never fucking do that again. He thought, like, but it, it, it was flawless. It was flawless with it. And that's with my, with my, even with my ankle situation, I could still, I used to be able to dunk when I was in high school, believe it or not. So big guy was, was not, you know, I could do a few things, but uh, I, I'll see, we'll get the crash pad out and see what other, I, I, I think I, I don't know. We'll see about a 450 if I could even pull that off. It's been, I don't know with that. I could do backflips now, maybe a moonsault. But, you know, it's not something I'm not going to go do that all the time. Because, one, I don't want to crash down on that damn fucking mat all the time at my body weight. Guys don't want you crashing. Now, on a splash, I could protect the other guy and come down on my knees on the splash. Which, those splashes look way worse than they are. But they they are hard on your knees. That's why I wear the big knee pads. When my big ass goes up there and does that. It's like, but you don't, you can't land your body weight on the guy. If I'm 290 pounds landing my body weight on a guy, you, know, you will fucking smash them nobody wants to take that there's a reason why i was able to do the splash guys will let me do the splash they realize i don't like land on my knees but doing the other stuff i don't know how how well a 450 would really fucking hurt the knees because of the momentum of the, the the rotation on that zach Ryder knocked himself the fuck out on raw you guys remember i think he was in that cena open challenge i think zach busted out a 450 and legitimately knocked himself out <laughs> it's not funny but it's funny like, like you don't know, you never know when you go man, high risk, those high risk moves, let everybody else, the, the, the smaller guys do those and just, just, just kick ass out there and uh, it balances itself all out. Yeah. Taker. I was always impressed. Taker's ability to, to, to not only walk on the ropes, Taker doing the running dive over the top rope is still to me at his size and weight. And age when he doing that, just so impressive. So, so impressive with that. You got to clear that. Your legs hit that top rope. And then your your knee, your leg, your foot, you're eating, you're eating shit right against that, that canvas, the apron on that. And that is hard as hell. And there's steel under there. Like it is, you do not want that happening on that. It's like if you if you're a wrestler and you're doing a top rope thing, you should always have a tell the guys, like if you eat shit. 
just to just start beating you up. It's the cutoff. Just cut me off. Get heat on me. I need, I'm going to need fucking 15 minutes to regroup and get my confidence back to fucking blow a comeback anyways after that. So, but I've done the suicide dives. I've done a lot of those on live, on some live events, but mostly indie stuff. And uh, those are easy. But even then, you got to make sure your foot, I've had my foot even kind of hit it a little bit, but I go through it so fast and the weight, it doesn't, it doesn't drag me down. Like somebody lighter can get dragged down on that with that. But it's always better to just tell the guy to be a little, that's up to the guy you tell him to. You guys, hey, look, just keep an eye out. If for whatever reason, it looks like my foot is going to get caught or something, just step into it a little better. And you can actually, the guy can actually help you and come into you and actually grab your upper body and actually pull you through. A little secret of the pros for you guys that are catching dives out there. You could really, you got to always keep your head on a swivel. I had to do it with Kalisto. You saw he he did that my, my last match. He uh, I knew where he was supposed to be coming. I could instantly see that that was not going to happen. Adjust, walk into it, able to pull him into me. Spot came off, you know, I think people can see, but most of the people, it, it kept it, it didn't kill the spot. Whereas if he just would have ate shit, he could have fucking, could have hurt himself and stopped the match right there. Could have something worse, could have broke his neck. You never know what could have happened. You know, I, 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 he's good enough where I think he would have done something to protect himself to some degree, but your body's rotating like that. So that's just where you always got to be, whether you're, you're just in the ring, always just aware. That's where conditioning comes in, that if you're not blown up, you could do anything out there because you, you, your brain is clear. Whereas if you're blown up, you're just worried about breathing. And then that's where mistakes and stuff can happen. So with all of that. But uh, with that, guys, we're going to go ahead and uh, we'll wrap up today's Ryback Show. We'll be back tomorrow. Going strong, continuing to move up the audio charts. If you can leave an iTunes reviews, it's great review. It's greatly appreciated. And uh, Feed Me More Nutrition over on FeedMeMore.com. we got all the Ryback merch, best supplements on the planet. Those discount codes are available in the uh, description and comments on there, guys. The new customers, Ryback 30 for 30%. Returning customers can save 20% discount code FeedMe20. And you get the free Feed Me More Nutrition Black Shaker bottle all month. Just select it as your free gift. I appreciate everybody on the live stream on Instagram, Twitter spaces at Ryback. Thank you for all the great, 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 great questions. Great questions. And uh, Ryback TV, Twitch, Ryback Rules, and Facebook, Ryback Reeves. Guys, see you tomorrow. And until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more. Hey, Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications. For the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch, visit FeedMeMore.com.